This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, December the 16th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Friday, December 16th. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Homer Lopez. What do we do? Buying, selling, the physical delivery of gold. Give us a call, 1-800-951-0592. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you peruse, look at, even purchase online all the products that we offer, but you can get the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. He's the man who invests the time. He grinds it out daily, and he has a dedicated focus of keeping you in the know when it comes to finances here in America. Joe Jaquin, it's Friday. How are you this morning? Hey, happy Friday. We, we made it through another week, and what a week it has been. Janet Yellen and and the, I guess, the central bankers, have tried to come out and tell us that everything's going to be A-OK because we're going to blow up the budget deficits instead. I know, it really is. It's a world gone completely bad because I thought we were doing that. Right? I thought we were already blowing them up. I mean, you know, $10 trillion in eight years, but apparently uh, that's just going to be the starting point. As I said yesterday, you know what? I was wrong. I was. You, know, you look at what happened to gold and silver yesterday, uh, especially silver. Silver was down really big yesterday. Matter of fact, again, uh, more than 70 ounces. I think it's over 71 ounces now for 71 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold. And anytime it gets over that 70 level, you're going to hear me tell you, buy it. And I'm going to help you do it today. I feel bad about what happened, uh, and, I, and I feel bad because I was wrong. And then I, I, I and then I, you know what? I, I, I get angry about it because of why I was wrong. Which is, wait a minute, you're going to raise rates because we're going to blow up the deficit, right? I'm like, I know that that is not a bad thing for gold and silver especially longer term i guess for i guess for this week maybe it was or for yes i guess for yesterday i guess it was are they going to massively blow that up? massively well it depends on which article you read right some papers said massively some articles uh left that adjective out massively. and and they didn't say deficit right they said stimulus Massive stimulus. Massive stimulus. Uh, but, but, but neither here nor there. I had a... I've got a... a just a, It's a great opportunity. And, and I want to share it with everybody. And, I, and for those of you that are able to take advantage of it, uh, it's just... It's great. I had a large large silver sellout and and I'm 
hundreds and hundreds of pounds of silver. This silver has been underground. I'm not saying that it's from the lost Dutchman mine. I have no idea if this silver had previously been in Binion's vaults. I don't know that. But but I do know that it had been very recently unearthed. How about that? I know that I got to lift it from the vehicle into the vault yesterday. That's a lot of stuff. To the point where, and I've got a pretty good-sized vault. I can't fit it all in there. That's how much there was of it. So here's what we're going to do as a, uh, I guess I'll call, you know, the, hey, I blew the call on on Wednesday. I'm going to make it up to you on Friday. I've got 300 rolls of silver quarters pre-1965 silver quarters. And I'm going to run them at $130 a roll, which you're talking about going back, I don't know, again, 10 years to get that type of pricing. And then I've got 200 rolls of half dollars. And those are at $135. Both of those, uh, the the, the quarters, uh, really right around uh, $2, a little over $2 over spot. And even the half dollars are less than $3 over spot, which anything in the silver market at that price is incredible. So if you want to take advantage of that, I I will tell you that this is going to be a, a one-day, blow-it-out type of a special because everything else, uh, I've got to have it booked and, and get it ready to go back uh, to the bullion banks. But before I did that, I wanted to give you the opportunity uh, to to buy silver at a decades-low price. So rolls of silver quarters at $130.00. Rolls of silver half dollars at 135. So the quarters, they're both ten dollars face value. So the quarters, there's 40 quarters in every roll, and then on the half dollars, uh, there's 20 half dollars in every roll. So uh, make sure you take the time today to put those away. And while all of this was happening, something very, very interesting was happening somewhere else. We got that next. Still got two lines open, and I know it's unexpected, but you know what? I got to make up for it. Today's special, I got silver, and I've got it at a price that we haven't seen in decades, a price that I would never be able to do, but uh, I'm not going to say it was an archaeological dig, but this guy had to work hard to get it all out of the ground. Uh, Rolls of silver, quarters. 40 quarters in a roll at 130. 
I had 300. I know I don't anymore because I know the persons that are on the phone are ordering those already. Uh, and then rolls of silver, half dollars. There's 20 of those in a row. So you get $10 face value of each at 135 and that deal's getting better. I just turned around. Uh, silver's now just jumped here up about 20 cents right now, uh, $16.12. Uh, silver's up five, or gold's up five now at $1,133. And let me tell you, something really big happened. And again, they got us again. Look over here, look over here, look at me. Don't pay attention to this. We talked earlier, Was I don't know if it was earlier this year, late last year, about how Japan had a failed bond auction. You know, when you go to sell these bonds, and let me be clear, when you go to sell debt, when an, a country is selling debt like we do all the time, we have bond auctions every single day. Like, got to keep rolling that debt over. And if Janet Yellen is to be believed, we're really going to need to sell a whole lot of it start next year. Very rarely do you see an auction fail. In other words, a country pulls the auction because there was no buyers. That actually happened yesterday and nobody talked about it not even me Chinese bond yields soared and authorities halted trading in its contracts for the first time yesterday as the global bond market sell off worsened the day after the Federal Reserve signaled a quicker pace of interest rate hikes next year and listen, I'm going to tell you right now, and I said this yesterday. I don't know what signal they were looking at. Because I remember the last time they raised rates, and the signal they gave was for four rate hikes the next year. How many did we get? We got one. Now they're saying, well, how about, uh, well, four's a little optimistic. How about three? But they have no idea. Really, I mean, why give them any credibility? Tell me one thing. Listen, I was wrong. I was wrong yesterday. I was. But I'll tell you right now, I've been more right than Janet Yellen has ever thought about being. And now we're sitting here in this marketplace, and the, and the Chinese, I don't know if you've seen uh, the renminbi today, getting ready to go back above seven. And what that really means is, you know, and you hear Donald Trump talking about, tweeting about how China manipulates its currency and all of this stuff, and we're seeing it again. It says that the Chinese 10-year government bond yield, that one of our favorite notes, right, the 10-year, no matter fact, we base everything off of that, don't we? When we talk about bond yields, the 10-year note is the yield we're talking about. It says that it rises when prices fall, hit a 16-month high, 
3.4%. And I laugh because 3.4% any time other than the last 10 years would be an astronomically low rate. But that is so high relative to the amount of debt. It's destabilizing. But don't worry, don't pay any attention. Dow's at an all-time high. Well, almost. Right, let's pay, let's pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to this. It's extending the selling that began in late November and accelerated this week. And they said that in early trading, the 10-year and the 5-year bond futures recorded their biggest ever drops in price in the history of the Chinese bond market. You start thinking about how quickly bonds aren't supposed to do stuff like this. Moving, not just 1% move in a bond is enormous. I mean, that's enormous. The Chinese yields moved double that when the Chinese shut it off. Trading only resumed after the Chinese Central Bank injected $22 billion. You know what that tells you? There was no buyers. And when there's no buyers, yields do bad things. Later in the day, the selling sent the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury to 2.64, which is well above. And now it settled at 2.58, but that's, think about this, our 10-year note now. Getting ready, what? Getting closer and closer to 3%. It marks the highest yield in a 10-year note in years. And now all of a sudden the market... The market was not expecting change. Think about this. I want you to really think about it. I know it's hard. Right? I mean, I know it is. But you're telling me, this is what you need to believe, that this quote-unquote extra quarter point, because this is what they're saying is, hey, we were expecting Janet Yellen to come out, raise rates, that she did. I was right about that. No doubt about it. Right? She did that. You called it. The market, apparently, whoever the market is. Who is the market? I don't, I'm not sure. George Soros and his friends. They were expecting two rate hikes next year. But this little dot chart said, well, it could be three. So I want you to understand, we're talking about a quarter of a point on yields that are at half of a percent. Okay? Historically devastatingly low rates. And this this quarter point, which let's say I tell I'm telling you that's pure fantasy, but it's fine. Let's go with it. This maybe possibly 
on a dart on a dot chart somewhere destabilize the whole world bond market? That's what you're telling me? This is where we want you to put your money, put it in these debt markets, because this quarter of a point just destabilized the whole global debt market? The Chinese had to shut it off, and then they had to pour in $22 billion just to give the illusion that everything is okay. By the way, who's the largest seller of U.S. 10-year notes now? Yeah, you guessed it, the Chinese. Yeah. Don't worry. Ah, that's not going to have any effect. Nah, it's fine. Janet Yellen's dot chart says so. What happens when something actually devastating occurs? I mean, what would a half of a point have done? I mean, would everybody have had to shut off the ball? we got to shut it all off. <laughs> and the funny part was, no one actually had done anything. It was almost like, hey, if if everything is, if you know, what was the expression? If everything was candies and nuts. Right, we may raise the rate three times next year. Now, if it turns out that it wasn't candies and nuts, and it was only ifs and buts, then we won't. No? No? Too much? I find that hilarious, because of the saying, right. if ifs and nuts were candy and butts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. And the funny part about it is, is no one, no one wants you to worry about it. That happened in Japan. Oh, that one, that was China. Right now, you know, GDP-wise, the number two and number three economies in the world, but don't worry, it's fine. Only then, our bond yields soaring. By the way, uh, that that uh, up just got off the phone, so we, we still got a couple lines open. This deal continues to get better. Uh, silver's now up... Uh, 25, 26, 27 cents, uh, 16, 20. Uh, gold's now back up 10 bucks. Uh, if you're just tuning in, I have becoming a very limited amount now. Rolls of silver quarters at $130 a roll. Rolls of half dollars at 135 a roll. Uh, those are also available on our online store. If you want to send a check, that's the check price. If you go out online, uh, go to allamericangold.com, click the Order Now button. That easy. It's that simple, point and click. You can go ahead and do those things uh, as we, you know, as we really settle in here, and I think as the market really digests what's happened. Anyway, the China had to shut down the bond market because the yields went out of control. Think about all of you out there that have bonds in your 401Ks and your IRAs and your mutual funds, right, just getting hammered on them. And then we, we find out uh, that Janet Yellen, you know, and really when you look at and if any of you have talked about or researched why it is that they're worried, 
Now, they're going to tell you it's a good thing, but they're worried because we're going to what? We're going to blow up the debt. And and the funny thing is, is we were going to do that anyway. That's what we've been on. We've been doing that now, and it's getting ready to go. And she is right. I'll say this. She's right. It is really going to start picking up speed. The part that I didn't like is she was trying, I really think she was lobbying for her job to try to make nice with Donald Trump. And putting him out there. You know what? How about this? The war on cash took a new step today. Venezuela has become a country without cash this morning. Remember, they were going to cancel their... 100 Boulevard note. That is the, put it this way, that, that's like the, I don't know, the $20 bill of Venezuela. It, and it said that the new notes have not arrived at banks or ATMs. In the capital, people are now relying on credit cards or bank transfers. Or if they can't do that, they're not making any purchases at all. The surprise announcement that came down on Monday that the notes would go out of circulation by this week's end has now hit another snag. How about that if you're in Venezuela today? You can't use your debit or credit card. You can't do anything. Patriot Radio News Hour halftime. Pick up that silver. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Eagle Forum, a national volunteer organization founded by Mrs. Schlafly in 1972 to preserve the family, oppose a radical feminist agenda, and represent a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now, from the Eagle Forum studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Ballot harvesting is the controversial practice of one person collecting dozens or hundreds of ballots from other voters and then turning them all in to be counted in an election. This practice deprives voters the fundamental safeguard of complete secrecy in the voting booth. When someone collects multiple ballots from voters at community centers or nursing homes, there's no way to be sure whether the ballot harvester looked at how the people voted before giving those ballots to an election clerk, or even if he switched other ballots in to substitute for or add to the ones that he collected. Kevin Dong, president of the Vietnamese community of Arizona, observed that minority groups are, quote, especially vulnerable to manipulation by groups who harvest ballots. Similarly, President Sergio Arellano of the Arizona Latino Republican Association stated that many people in the Latino population, particularly the elderly, are taken advantage of by groups that collect ballots and misrepresent themselves as government or election officials. Many of the voters that these groups target do not speak English and are particularly vulnerable to such tricks. Well, earlier this year, the state of Arizona passed a law to prohibit ballot harvesting, but Democrats challenged that law in court. You see, the practice of ballot harvesting helps Democrats because they can use this practice to tell people how to vote, watch them vote, and make them worry about how they voted. People are told to hand their ballot to someone who might read it, change it, or even fill it out for them in the first place. That is not integrity in voting, and a state should not be required to allow it. 
But merely two business days before the November election, the Ninth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals voted 6-5 to five to overturn the Arizona law and compel them to allow ballot harvesting in this recent election. Arizona immediately appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court to stay the ruling until after the election. The Supreme Court unanimously blocked the Ninth Circuit decision from going into effect. Thankfully, ballot harvesting was not allowed in Arizona for this election. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. What can and should be done about double voting and voting by dead people, convicted felons, dogs, and illegal aliens? Write Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002 and ask for the latest on election fraud. That's Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002. Or go to eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. There is one line open. Uh, There was no lines open during the break. Uh, Arlene just got off. If you you do get voicemail, call us back. You can leave a message. We will check the messages after we, we get a break in the action here. Uh, but I'm getting a little less wrong right now as gold and silver are both rallying. Uh, the, the the special of the day uh, is on silver. I just think it's a screaming buy. Uh, I've got rolls of silver quarters and silver half dollars. They are here. So they are ready to go. Silver quarters, 40 quarters in a roll. It's $130 for the roll. That's less now than because of the move since we've just been on there. Now that's less than $2 over spot. Uh, rolls of silver, half dollars. There's 20 of those in a roll. Uh, those are at $135, which is just over uh, $2 over spot, which are the lowest prices just in price terms in uh, almost 10 years. And probably longer, I'd probably have to research it a little more. Uh, and as far as over spot, just it's spectacular. Uh, we, like I said, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it was not the lost Dutchman hoard, uh, but these were underground until yesterday. Uh, they are now sitting here in our vaults. Uh, Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two, and now you can go right out to our website at allamericangold.com. Both of those products are our featured products today. Uh, you can go ahead and just point and click your way through. You don't even have to call us. Maybe you don't like talking to us. I don't know. Some people are they're socially awkward. They don't know how to talk to people anymore. Well, now we got you covered. Uh, allamericangold.com. Uh, Japan has now surpassed China as the largest foreign owner of U.S. Treasury securities. Let's see. The two countries that hold most of our debt both have had failed bond auctions. What, in the last six months? China just happened yesterday. They said that they have swapped place in the last two years Total foreign holdings of U.S. debt fell for the fourth straight month in a row. 
And really, this has become a, a new pattern here. All of these countries that were buying our debt, all of these nations that were uh, helping us pretend like we didn't have a debt problem, they've got their own problems now. And so now what they're doing is what? They've got to raise their, they've got to raise cash. And what are they doing? They're cashing in all of their U.S. debt. It says China's reduction. By the way, I'll just give you the whole thing. Treasury Department total for foreign holdings fell 1.9% in October. And that's, that's huge. 2% reduction a month is a big number. Total foreign holdings of treasuries are now down 3.9% from the peak, which was set in March. So it's been a, nothing but a, what, just a straight sell-off since then. Both Japan and China have actually cut their portfolios but China's was a much larger number. China cut their their U.S. debt holdings by one or by three point six percent. Now they have a little over a trillion. And you start really thinking about that, right? What does that mean? I mean, no one's paying a higher yield than us. Well, except the one China is themselves, right? But but they got to dump $22 billion in it just to pretend to keep it going. Japan trimmed its holdings, but only by a half a percent. By the way, it's $1.12 trillion for China, $1.13 trillion for Japan. Oh, excuse me, I had a tickle there in my throat. So between those two countries, you got about... trillion. Ireland was in the third spot. I I didn't know that. Uh, And here's the difference. They only have $270 billion. If China's not buying it, if Japan isn't buying it, who's going to buy it? If the next largest holdings is almost, what, $900 billion less than either one of these two countries. By the way, uh, the Cayman Islands comes in next. And just so you know, the Cayman Islands, that's code word for Saudi Arabia. I never knew that. Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah. That's how they do it. Because, you know, it's they want to pretend like they're not doing it. It says that co- total federal government debt which now stands at nineteen trillion nine hundred and I think fifty four fifty five billion dollars. It is projected. I don't need you know what. After Janet Yellen's comments yesterday, I mean, what is the number going to be at forty trillion? Who's going to buy it? I mean, have you really asked yourself? If our two largest debt holders don't want it any longer, then who's going to be the one doing all the buying? I got a, 
I got a guess. Remember what we've been talking about. None of the stuff that we've been talking about has changed. You remember, you know, my R, my RA, right? My, where the, my IRA, my right, RA. Where the government has set up a program that allow us all to, you know, you can buy U.S. Treasuries. Right? They got all these rules that they've now put in place for your IRAs and your 401ks and your mutual funds and your IRAs. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, for the good of the country, we had to take your IRA, and you know what? We had to take the money out of it. But don't worry. We put in U.S. Treasuries in your, in your, in your portfolio for you. So, you know, it's all good. Don't worry. It's still your money. Still your money, but you can't get it. Just like the police and the firefighters in Dallas. Still your money, you just can't get it. And and I just start thinking about the more and more I think about what Janet Yellen said the other day, the more convinced I am. This is where you need to be. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Put that silver away. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Breaking news: Stocks have erased gains after reports that China has seized an underwater U.S. drone. Chinese Navy seizes an underwater drone in the South. China Sea, uh, I'm sure that is going to add to... <laughs> I don't think that's going to make the Chinese happy. That's all I'm saying. And the thing that is most worrisome is China has the ability to hurt us financially a lot more than most of these other countries. Right, the Chinese renminbi, all the way. The, this is the highest level the Chinese renminbi's been. I don't know, eight or nine years, as they keep devaluing their currency. Now, it's getting ready to break seven. Right, remember everybody was screaming bloody murder when the renminbi was at eight, eight renminbi's to the dollar. Now, essentially today, it's all but at seven renminbi's to the dollar and getting and continuing to devalue. Now we find out they're at a breakneck pace of selling treasuries. And, did, and, and we've learned, now they've, they've captured one of our drones that was spying on them in the South, South China Sea. Did you know they had underwater drones? I didn't. I, I, didn't. I was, I was you, like, wow. Yeah, Homer's got to get to the phones. Uh, 800-951-0592. Chinese Navy's warships said that they found the American Oceanographic Vessel in international waters in the South China Sea. And, I, of course, the Chinese don't view that as international waters. The incident, the first of its kind in recent memory, says that the UUV, I guess that's what they're calling it, the unmanned underwater vehicle, or UUV, 
was conducting a military survey in the waters of the South China Sea. It is a sovereign immune, uh, immune vessel clearly marked in English not to be removed from the water. <laughs> Maybe we should have wrote it in Chinese. The Chinese seizure adding concerns about China's growing military presence and aggressive aggressive posture in the disputed sea. The seized underwater drone was part of an unclassified program to collect data, which they're saying was, uh, if you want to believe this, conducting the salinity of the water, the temperature and the clarity of the water, Oh, and if we happen to see some, uh, you know, Chinese subs or uh, Chinese aircraft carriers or battleships, so be it. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see uh, exactly how the Chinese are going to respond. Uh, but if uh, the reaction in the gold and silver markets are any indication, it's not going to be good. Uh, gold's now up over a dozen, uh, 1140 silver. Here it comes. I'm getting less and less wrong as this show goes on. Uh, up 33 cents now uh, on silver. Still, until I'm out of them. I don't care. Silver go up a dollar. Not changing it until I'm out. Rolls of silver quarters. I had 300. I don't even know how many I have. I had 300 of them. They're $130 a roll. We are now well below $2 over spot on those. Rolls of silver, half dollars. There, I have 200 of those, or, and I had them when I started, at 135 Those prices will not change uh, until I have sold out. Uh, we have one line still open at 800 951 Zero five nine two uh, in Arizona. Just some local news. Just to tell you how crazy things have gone. You know, we had that ballot initiative to raise the minimum wage in Arizona to twelve dollars an hour by twenty twenty, including ten dollars an hour next year. There is a new effort afoot to stop Arizona's new voter-approved minimum wage hike which raises the pay to $10 an hour in January. The Arizona Chamber of Commerce, Greater Phoenix Chamber of Commerce, Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, Greater Flagstaff Chamber of Congress, Arizona Licensed Beverage Association, Valley Luna Restaurant, all filed a lawsuit against Proposition 206. They are seeking to stop it from going into effect. And this is really the dilemma that everybody is facing, which is most businesses, especially the small businesses, don't think they can afford to pay for it. Yet at the same time, because of what our central bankers have done, you can't live on a way, even at $10 an hour. By the way, phones are going crazy uh, if you don't get through. 
leave us a message. We'll call you back if, or, or continue to call. Or go out to the website, allamericangold.com, and you can point and click your way through it. Uh, I apologize. My wife's on the phone. Arlene's on the phone. Homer's on the phone. Uh, so we have every, every able body I have is here and trying to uh, help everyone get their orders placed. Uh, final segment's coming up. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Final segment of the week, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, right now, uh, there is one line open. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, I looks like we've got a, a hundred rolls of half dollars, maybe ninety six, ninety seven rolls of half dollars left. Quarters. We've got about two hundred and twenty five rolls of quarters left. Uh, if you're just joining us. Rolls of silver quarters. You get 40 silver quarters in the roll. They're at $130, uh, which puts you well below $2 over spot. Uh, then rolls of silver, half dollars. There's 20 of those in a roll. Same amount of silver. So the 40 quarters, the 20 half dollars, you get the same exact amount of silver. Uh, the rolls of, of silver, half dollars, those are at $135. Uh, at 800-951-0592. And, uh, you know, I guess the big news of the day is the drone in the South China Sea that the Chinese apparently have pulled it out of the water, even though we wrote in English not to do so. Uh, but really, for me, the bigger news, uh, they don't want to talk about it. They've taken it off the headlines. Building permits huge drop in November uh, caught caught really the market by surprise they were expecting 1.25 million that's apartments and homes uh, came at just over a million and which was a pretty significant miss you kind of add that up with some of the other data that hasn't been so hot uh, this week and uh, kind of leaves you scratching your head again as to you know retail sales weren't great. Now, building starts was really, you know, let's call it what it is. That was a bad number, uh, and you're starting to question again. You know, we're back into the same old thing again where one piece of data looks okay, then the next piece of data doesn't look very good at all, and you're starting to, you know, a lot of people are starting to wonder how much debt is going to really be created and how much needs to be created uh, to get this growth going, and and really Janet Yellen kind of hinted yesterday, not kind of hinted, she just said it, hey, we think it's going to be a lot. My question today, after reading the foreign holdings of treasuries report, is who's going to be buying it all? You know, and it just starts, I guess, as I put all these pieces to the puzzle and it's a huge massive puzzle to put together and I start thinking about how these states are now putting people into their pension programs right and and 
having you buy bonds, and, and then the government starts the MyRA program, and then they put these rules into place about your retirement funds. And I guess at the end of the day, you know, the buyer of last resort may be you and I. You know, if you think about the Goldilocks scenario says it's going to be $30 trillion in 10 years. After Janet Yellen's comments yesterday, they're starting to come around to my way of thinking. Rolls of quarters and half dollars. Get them while you can. 800-951-0592. Everybody take care. Have a great weekend. Got a short week the next few weeks, but we're going to get through it. Merry Christmas to everybody.